But Dan, what do you mean that it's fucking Google Stadia? Uh-huh. That's basically what it was. Just little brothering the controller. <laughs> I do like the idea that can Google's like that's a very smart idea of handling input lag. Just put the inner the controller into the internet <laughs> and download. Stop all the download Ugh. and just put it through the because that's a good way to um, have it be a lot less laggy. How about don't have well, your it, it's browser also, be a fucking ram hog? I mean, it's also because it's just like they basically are saying, well, we're not going to put a dongle. You're not going to have to buy a dongle. You're just going to buy the remote. And the remote then just goes through the screen. Will it, will it work? I mean, it will, but will Google say it work? Who if knows? If they're claiming it works with fighting games, that's a hell of a claim. No, it, it doesn't. <laughs> but the, we I don't know that. Them. I don't That's believe them. I don't believe them, but if they're making that claim and they're making it emphatically and not quietly... I am not... That's just the it way will Google not be the first shit. time that a company has made a claim emphatically. And exactly. Was that company Google or Apple size? Google has made claims Google emphatically before. <laughs> Google and Apple have done... For fighting shit. games? <laughs> For fighting games in, over the cloud, in general. in general, they have though. Like they've just emphatically stated things for fighting like, games. Hey, hey, remember when Google Plus? Oh, it's gonna change the game. It's gonna change the platform, motherfucker. But that's <laughs> no, that's a vagary. This is a specific. I, Dan, I be, I, I believe you have a good heart, and I, <laughs> I think you want this to be true more than you know it to be true. <laughs> No, I'm saying I don't believe it, but they're making the claim, which would be so bold of them. I don't think it's bold. I think it's just another company lying. But they <laughs> make they're lying. They're saying a thing that they want to be true. They're, that they're exaggerating. That's they're not exactly. the same as they're saying they've made. They're working in development with fighting game companies to make it work. I I don't think any Actively. other company has ever not worked with fighting game companies to try to make it work like i don't think that that's a thing um wherein like literally every other company that's made fighting games has just been like or has worked with fighting games has just been like yo we're gonna make this online and we're not gonna work with you about it like even game on fighting games that have online fighting modes don't exactly they're not the place that people go to play those games like you're not doing tournaments online you're doing it in person and it's for a reason like it's, it has nothing to do with whether you really want to try. <laughs> and plus, we also have to consider the FGC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have to consider the FGC. Like, they're not going to play on some cloud-based shit that is probably not going to have, again, the same comparable input lag as an actual TV. Or an yeah, actual cause, console. Because all of that also is what determines how you play as well. Because um, you, it's how you plan for everything. Anyway... Especially at high level play, like you're just not gonna see that. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate.
Nintendo Sega Genesis. When I was there, broke man, I couldn't picture this. Welcome, everybody, to the Screen Looker Podcast Show. My name is Martin Ben, and with me today, I have Daniel George, a tired boy. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Just wearing my red shirt, black pants, ready to go. I don't think I know what that means. <laughs> it's a Tiger Woods Sunday outfit. Oh. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a thing, that it was always red shirt, black pants on Sunday. Um, yeah, him and uh, Ron Swanson. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh you hear is Michael Owens, Tired Boy, episode two. Uh, how are you, sir? Okay, I'm Attack of the Sleep. I, I just had flashbacks <laughs> to, to Tiger Woods 2003 mm-hmm. and hearing saliva in the <laughs> intro for a golf game. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh man, that game kind of ruled though. I've, 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 I do remember that uh, Tiger Woods Golf had some uh, pretty Tigerific uh, animations in it. Um, also with us, we have Eric Crisman. How are you doing today, sir? Uh, I'm the tired old man, not the tired boy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Happy early birthday to you, sir. Thank it'll you. be, it'll be uh, a, a, um, a new day for you as of Wednesday. A, yeah, new de- a new decade I have big of life. plans of doing almost nothing. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So, so let's get started here. So, obviously, the biggest news that we're going to talk about today is that it's 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 time to talk about a Star War, and a Star War to end all Star War because apparently oh. we're we're done with Star War after this Star War, but not specifically the movie Star War is done, but the TV Star War will go on. And yeah, that I that was that was like that was my favorite BS pro- proclamation of Star Wars will be on a break after episode nine. No, no, no it won't. <laughs> well, they said the movies no. will be on a break. Movies will be on. Well, I think there's straight to uh, Disney Plus movies too that happening though. So not theatrical, but it's happening. I doubt it. A th- yeah. a, a, a Disney Plus film that puts that leaves a billion dollars on the table i doubt it well, we well that's the thing it wouldn't be a billion dollar one it would be some weird spin-off thing but they're making series which are just longer movies <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we'll, we'll still have the freaking uh ryan johnson trilogy yeah yeah, and the uh, the Game of Thrones guys have one coming out as well. Yeah, and the D and D guys are working closely with Ryan Johnson too. <laughs> um, so so in general, we obviously have plenty of things that are Star Wars to talk about, but uh, the main thing that uh, that is video game related, um, before we can get to the larger conversation, is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is is officially revealed with its first big trailer, all CGI. Um, yeah, so. just like Force Unleashed. Let's remember how that turned out. <laughs> well, I know people that like Force Unleashed, but yeah, I don't I, know how. I, no, it wasn't. I mean, it it was just it was a little disappointing. And yeah. it wasn't Kotor. You're right. <laughs> you would say something, Owen. No, I'm, I'm saying I don't remember Force Unleashed being awful. I remember the second game being dreadful. Yeah, I remember yeah, the first game. Was I remember like of as Force Unleashed laid, laid a, laid a uh, framework that people thought they could really build on. They're like, oh, I can't wait to see what they do with the next game. And then they just kind of blew it with Unleashed 2. 
Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. Um, so the Fallen Order is going to follow you in uh, the the Jedi who has been sojourned, left alone, off to his own. I, I don't. The, the the trailer doesn't really make it clear whether the other people that you're with are also Jedi people who were left alone, or they're just helping you because you're a Jedi. Um, well, it, it's after Order sixty six, so if they're with you, they're not making it well known to everyone that they're Jedi. So maybe do you want to break down what Order sixty six is, Daniel? Because I have no idea what that even means. Order I just know execute Order sixty six was the quote from Palpatine near the final act of uh, Episode three, Revenge of the Sith. And that's when you see the montage of all the Jedi getting fucking killed by blasters, because I guess only Yoda was smart enough to be like, oh, I can use the Force, that's right. I can feel when there's a disturbance. Mm-hmm. And I, I should probably not be chillin'. <laughs> and I guess so some I of not, them were in the middle I of combat. I should not tell every, everybody else. <laughs> meanwhile, as Anakin is like, Slaughtering everybody. It's just Palpatine and his head repeatedly saying, "Do it." Yep. That was like the one really good. Even the young one, one of the few really good scenes of the prequels, where he goes into the temple and murders a bunch of children. That would be the worst yeah. thing ever, though. Like if there's an old man in your head just yelling, "Do it!" Do it. <laughs> For like Do entire, it. you're just like, I gotta finish this just to get this over with. Uh, yeah. <laughs> shut up! But then when you finish, he doesn't shut up. Right? Like he's just still. And oh. so you say, "Well, let me burn myself on a lava planet <laughs> just to try and get rid of him." Oh no, he's right here, and I'm a robot. Now. Right? What the hell's going on? Would you like some crumpets? I've I've made them specially for us both. Um. Yeah. So Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order happens after Order sixty six, as Daniel stated. Um. You are a a human Jedi. Uh, I hope they give you the option to change characters. I don't think they are, but no, absolutely no, no, no. You sat in the in the it's, bland white man role. It's yeah, it's like an actual actor. So uh, yeah, it's uh, well if you yeah, count could, Gotham as an actor, that's rude. Hey, he is a he is awesome as someone who has watched all of Gotham. Also, he's so totally not Joker, you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's. That's a whole thing. There's not That's like the whole five thing. people. I could spend an entire five episodes talking about. So they, uh, so they got you as uh, as your as your human character, um, and that was about the only thing in the trailer that like really caught me. I was like, oh, we're gonna be, oh, we're gonna be a human Jedi, okay. Um, and I was like, That's a missed opportunity. I wish I could have been like they've always had like in Clone Wars and all those. They've always had like different creatures that you're working yeah. with. But I understand. They're making a game. They want the game to sell. That's the usual decision they make. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I've actually got the press release here. Uh, I'll just read quite a bit of the quick synopsis. Fans will young Padawan Cal Kestis, brought to life by Cameron Monaghan. Monaghan? I think that's how you say it. I don't know. Yeah, Cameron Monaghan. Yeah. Also, also shameless. People like him in Shameless quite a bit. Uh, who has survived Order 66, the Emperor's secret decree to eliminate all Jedi. Players must pick up the pieces of Cal's shattered past to complete his training and master the art of the iconic lightsaber, all while staying one step ahead of the Empire and its deadly Inquisitors. So well, you were, while you were executing Order 6... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I was just saying, Inquisitors are badass. 
Yeah, yeah, they're they're part of the Rebels uh animated series right now. Mm-hmm. And uh while everyone was executing Order 66, Cal was studying the blade. <laughs> and it looks like um the and idea that in some way. Yeah, I think it was a uh, Stig, aka glad to see Stig back talking about video games and not being stuck in what was a drive club hell. No, he was his his game actually got canceled at Sony that he was working on cuz he was at Sony Santa Monica. Wasn't he working who was working on Drive Club then they left Rushkinsky, but they were all oh, you're let yeah. go. <laughs> the entire studio was let go though, so and now the game is being let go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. One of the best Destroy the past. <laughs> Destroy the past. Let it die. <laughs> Continue, Owens. You there? But, uh, oh. Yeah, no, I'm here. I okay. was just. Uh, no. Um, yeah, no. Enemy potential here is pretty great. And they Inquisitors look fantastic. So basically, my takeaway from all this, from the entire trailer and everything, is that I have faith Respawn can do it. Mm-hmm. The problem is that. I've seen no gameplay, and we're probably not going to see gameplay until, like, friggin' June. Yeah. So, until EA play? Exactly. So, mm-hmm. best to temper your hype. Because I've seen a lot of people getting really hype over this, and I'm just like, ah. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of... I can't really get excited. Same here. Have you learned nothing? <laughs> it, it was I mostly... did see... Go ahead. I did see the run, the, the wall running, and I'm like, Titanfall Wars! <laughs> oh, man. If only... They what should have a trial it? where you have to run through and destroy a bunch of Sith robot-like things, and you jump through and whip yourself around and beat it in 12 seconds. Like in Titanfall 2. I don't Which no one played, so we don't get that reference. <laughs> you're, you're all wrong again, by the way. <laughs> no, no, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not actually bashing the game. I'm just saying it's sold poorly and no one played it. <laughs> Well, that's you, yeah. EA's own fault. You could also get it for five. <laughs> no, right no, now, yes. like, no. Remember, <laughs> EA was like, "Re respawn. We are going to put out Battlefield One on this day. We really want you to reconsider and not put it out a week earlier." And respawn was like, "Nah, we think we're good." That was well, on respawn. Well, well. Either way it goes, Respawn is now doing a Star War, and in this Star War, I, I've seen the speculation that because it's going to be fo- heavily focused around the Inquisitors chasing you, that it may be another uh, Souls-like type game where you're doing heavy on the combat um, and like focus. I mean, I don't think it'll be the them. same level of challenge because they want it to be a mainstream game at Star Wars. From what they were describing, it sounds more like a character action game, like something yeah. akin to like a God of War or like Devil May Cry, even. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So that's the vibe I got, and especially with like you can upgrade yourself, you can upgrade your force powers, your lightsaber, your little robot buddy. Right. Well, clear that they're gonna take a lot of like very familiar upgrade paths. Yeah. What is the name of the robot buddy again? It's like BD One <laughs> or something. No. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I think it was like BD One or something. I don't remember. I know the one for the name is Dio, and that's like yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Um, oh, no, 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 no. 
So they the thing that I think that's most exciting about that kind of thing is it does seem like a character action game. And I think that you can definitely like especially looking at the way that God of War kind of made use of like your axe being able to like throw it away, pull it back, like all those types of things. I'd be I'm just mostly curious. I, I really need to see gameplay to get excited, mostly because with the um with the fact that they you're using the force throughout the game. It's going to be 100% like, okay, so then how are you actually, like, fighting against these guys? Uh, do they have the Force? Are you just the one person with the Force? If so, you know, like, well, you can kind of you can kind of see, like, you know, we can do a, a whole ton of stuff. And well, if, I, Go ahead. I was going to say, like, in the trailer, like, one of the last frames, it's one of those Inquisitors, like, using the Force to try and get into their ship or whatever. Right. I think it was to control the joystick of the ship. Yeah, or something like, yeah, they were using it to control the joystick or whatever. But, like, I was using the Force and I was like, oh, that's crazy. Okay. There's various versions of uh, enemies who can cancel out your Force powers in various games, so that'll probably come into play at some point, too, I would think. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be like the surge where you have to use targeted attacks or targeted force powers and take down enemies. What if a game took influence from surge? It came out for free this month, so I might actually try it to see what you're talking about. (laughs) On PlayStation Plus, that is. It's like uh, sci-fi Dark Souls. It's a solid 6 out of 10. Is that that what Matt gave it? Because I know Matt reviewed it. Um... I don't remember what it gave. Pause it. for <laughs> searching. <laughs> I thought it Pause gave it pretty well. Um, but all of these things are bearing the lead, which is that Star Wars is back again. And I figured we could what? take a few moments <laughs> to talk about our uh, our th- impressions of the Rise of the Skywalker. Um, and I'll just start by saying I hate the name. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. The <laughs> I name just is don't... fine, but it's like just a big spoiler. I just no. also just don't think that it's a great name. Like, it's not like it's a bad name. I'm not going to say it's a bad name. I just think of it like, eh, and yeah, I don't much care about it. I, mean, I, I, I kind of agree. It's, it's a very mad name. But again, it's also like big spoiler town. Yeah. Yeah. And it could, well, go, yeah. And it could go one of two ways. It really could. But we have no idea. Yeah. So how is it? How is a spoiler town then? Well, yeah, I mean, it's going to end one way or the other. And, like, but it's a Star Wars film. It's going to end one way or another anyways. I, I know. But Rebellions, it's gonna, it's, franchises are built on one way or another. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, we all know who's going to fucking win. And whether do or not. We? Do we? The Starks. Do we, though? <laughs> I'm just The Starks. The Starks. <laughs> oh, God. No. Stop it. <laughs> I've seen enough Game of Thrones talk this week and so much marketing. I want to stop. It's so everywhere. It's so get everywhere. Me off, get me off George R. R. Martin's crazy wild ride, please. Okay, so the question is the question is is she training or is someone actually chasing her in the desert? That's absolutely somebody chasing her in the desert. It's probably Kyla. <laughs> I don't, like, I'm not sh- it might be part of a dream or a vision it could be a dream sequence yeah you're right it's yeah okay so are we getting into full aluminum foil nerd crew talk on star wars nine the last star wars 
the last one until well, we make another one. Quote Bob Iger. Until we just reboot the new A New Hope because fuck you. I mean, well, they won't reboot it. They'll just do a new trilogy that's not connected to the old ones. No, they'll reboot A New Hope. In oh, CP. in New, new Hope. They are. They are going to make. They're going to remake one of those four, first four films, and it's going to be a shit show five ever. Oh man! Anyway, if we're going to put why wouldn't they aluminum foil here? I have two. I like I said, I have two theories. Mm-hmm. One, Kylo predictably goes good, or whatever, or the Emperor is somehow involved, and no, Kylo realizes, oh, this is a greater evil than me. I need to beat him. Or two, Ray's revealed to actually be a Skywalker in some capacity. That better not happen. I, do I, you? Do I, you I, I don't mind the idea that she takes the name, but I want her to actually be revealed to be a Skywalker. No, nah, because you can you could explain it as like, oh, Luke is so fucking powerful that he's like polluting her mind and making her think that she's like normal people. You could totally write it off like that. Mm. And, so I mean, the whole point of Jedi eight was stupid. was your parentage shouldn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think anybody cares about that. <laughs> no one really cares about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I think it's safe to say that um, enough people have made enough of a fuss for enough of a period of time. Like it's been two, it's been two years, right, since the last movie. Yeah, yeah, it's been, uh, it'll be two years when the when the uh, when this one comes out, and it's been a constant shit show. Any conversation with that, that only on that... only on certain corners of the internet, but those <laughs> no, corners no, of the it, internet it, are it, very loud, no, it's, no, <laughs> and those corners are also pervasive in the forefront and not in the corners. I was about to say, like they're they're in the review, like there are people who reviewed the movie who said the exact same thing as some of the people who are upset about like different aspects of the movie itself. It's not a it is not a unpopular opinion to not like the the last Jedi. Is yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> like it's like, it like is, I don't. Like I I'm, I'm one of those people that just does not like it. I saw I, it twice. I've I watched it just the other day and I was like, you know, I still hate a good third of this movie and that <laughs> <laughs> which is what which is what I said when we first talked about it on our uh, on our breakdown afterward with uh with Rebecca and uh and Nick like I I was there too Yeah and and Dan I know I said when we um but that oh, was the thing yeah, I think okay. I said I hated the whole everything about the Canto Bite section all that stuff I just hated every part of it I hated all of the stuff that took place in the ship the only thing I liked was the actual Jedi stuff and everything else I was like you can get away with it I don't care <laughs> which is why they'll never have a non-Jedi Star Wars video game <laughs> oh it, wait you have I was about to say Republic they Commando, Commando? <laughs> yeah <laughs> or emulate Call of Duty Um, but no I I think that they're 100% like yo the last movie um, Skywalkers are back Skywalkers matter all Skywalkers matter Um, hashtag (laughs) and 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 we're gonna we're gonna lean heavy into the Skywalkers and all of that the only thing that I saw that was floating around everyone is a a Skywalker as a pie in the sky uh, (laughs) thing was that she is that Rey could be a Palpatine and I was like, that's, no. that's just weird. That's just weird. That'd be so weird. <laughs> that's not even weird. That's like, doesn't make sense. 
But it doesn't matter oh. if they make it make sense in the movie. It just you just just let it roll. Well, the other thing just, is, you know, um, J.J. Abrams is usually great at setting up things. He's not so great at like making them end well. So we'll see how this goes. Um, oh, the other part, uh, the other thing that I saw lost floating an around, alias people lost an alias. <laughs> the only other thing I saw people floating around was the idea and the concept that she's a clone of Vader. Uh, <laughs> oh God, no! That would that would oh. be oh. <laughs> like what if we just bring all the clones back? Like we got the clones back. Um, <laughs> that's what we're talking about here. Um, but yeah, so. So I think that uh, the Star Wars is sufficiently getting the hype for the Star Wars back up again. Um, I kind of hate that they have to take a break from the movies, um, though I feel like the reason why was broken down by uh, by uh, by Forbes pretty well. In that, for the next three years, apparently, there's already like they have they bought Fox, which is releasing Avatar, which is supposed to come out next year. Are you sure? <laughs> are you sure about that i don't know if it's actually going to come out but it's listed as coming out in december of 2020 <laughs> it, what's going to come out first the live action akira film or the second avatar film? <laughs> oh the second, second avatar. avatar the second Free. avatar 100 like i think that's actually isn't it it's filming isn't it i don't know if it's gonna yep. be done yeah yeah. So yeah, Avatar. Yep, the Akira one is filming. Oh, the Akira one is filming. I, the, I <laughs> thought Avatar was actually filming. It is. It's been mm. filming. Well, if they were doing technology stuff for a while, who knows? It'll come eventually. Um, <laughs> you mean that James Cameron was underwater investigating? Well, they have a plot where Michelle Williams comes back from bed. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um. Either way. Uh. Neither here nor there. Uh. Back to the video game talk. Um, PSN name changes are finally here. So Sony is the hero. And then PlayStation also blocked cross progression for Destiny 2. Sony is still the villain. Sony gonna be Sony. (laughs) (laughs) It's also like, I mean, okay, so as far as I can tell, it's not, you know, like, like the dangers that bad at changing your name. But the fact that there's like a bunch of weird caveats to changing your name is just like, wow. Well, again, the 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 reason why that it's so hard to change your name on PSN no, no, is because because they didn't think about like they didn't think forward basically. Well, it was like they they coded the the user identity to the username or something like that, so that if you change the username, you change the account name, and it just all gets all fucked up or something. Yeah, well, and games aren't so basically they created a you you have a username, right? Your username is tied to your email. And because your username is tied to your email, like that's your account. What most software does when you want to be able to change what your username is, they have a email as the actual thing that everything gets listed under, and then they get you change the username at any point in time. So instead of tying it to your email that everything is under, they actually tied everything to the username. So you couldn't switch anything because there's no third unique identifier that they can use, or they're not using the unique identifier. They're using the one that should be able to be aliased or changed at any point in time. Um, And what it looks like based on how they've explained how this works is that they are allowing for you to 
create new names, but those names don't go back into the queue. Those names are owned by your email address forever um, from this point forward. And you can revert at any time back to your previous name. Uh, so it still looks like they've they've put a patch in on this on this and they're never really going to fully be able to walk away from the fact that they set this up initially this way, but they did successfully move so that things get tied to your email address versus to your username, but they have to keep that username tied to the email address. Otherwise you lose everything essentially. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's why everything starts on April 1st. You get access to this new ability to change your name and other games may lose have issues with it because they didn't exist before. There's a small list. I think it's like a list of like 12 games. Um, Any game that has Dark Souls in it. <laughs> um, Pretty much. But yeah, they. it seems like that's because that's how oh. they, they built everything out based on how PSN worked. Um, and hopefully moving forward, you don't have that problem. I, I know more people seem concerned about everybody's golf because apparently a lot of people will play that and that was one of the big ones. Oh. Oh. That sucks. <laughs> That's Not everybody's golf. How does, that, how does that happen? <laughs> so, I'm guessing I, it has to do with that, the PlayStation was, like features. This is one of the critical uh, ones. By the people on podcasts, listen to are like, I still play everybody's golf. Oh, uh, then you might be right. <laughs> Don't change the name. It's pretty much it. I looked at all those guidelines. I looked at all those guidelines and crap, and I just said, "Do I look like the type of person that cares?" <laughs> right, like. I mean, so I just changed. Well say, like I don't have an embarrassing, you know, username. So, it's... so yeah, my I, problem for my username my is actually just that it's really aggressive. Like the name is Murder <laughs> Is Me, and it's just really <laughs> aggressive. I mean, tell me, mine's aggressive. It's, a, it's it's Eradicator and some and some number depending on what platform. But it's, you know, that's right. kind of. I mean, I mean Martin, it, it could be it could be worse. He could have been like Seaman Demon sixty nine. Right. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> or anything with X, lowercase X, uppercase yeah. X, it's proceeding to, it, and something Lord. I, I wish that X, I wish they had just put that rule in place. Like they were just like, as part of this change, you also may no longer use X's as the precursor to your names. You, no lowercase <laughs> X nomenclature allowed. Uh, <laughs> you can't get rid of that culture. <laughs> yeah, you'll never be rid of it. Anyways, everyone should just play the real golf game, the Golf Club 2019 featuring PGA Tour. Oh, that's a mouthful. <laughs> that is a lot. No. That is a lot. This, it's no, it's no, good, this though. <laughs> I have heard that it is good. I, I, yeah. I've heard mixed things. I, I've got a buddy of mine who actually played it, and he sent me something like a few weeks ago. It was just the craziest glitch ever in that game. And I was just like, well, how, how did you do that? <laughs> I, I'm not sure how glitchy it is or if it's just that person experience because like but it does have the most Canadian announcer I've ever heard. It's made by Canadians. Yes it is. That's your fact of the day, but um But uh yeah, like like at least Sony put in the effort to be like, okay, we're heading into a new generation. We need to get a win back from Xbox. Something. This will make it up for not being at E3 when Xbox is about to announce their next console. To be fair, they seem to be making all the moves for them to actually, you know, at least seriously compete, if not win next round. Uh, Well, that would involve 
them. The fact that they have two consoles that are supposed to be out this month and we've heard nothing about them. I mean, it they aren't the new consoles, though. That's not the next round. I know, but there's still something about off about uh, Xboxes. Uh, they supposedly have a new um, Disless Xbox One S launching, is it next week or next no, month? No, it's next month. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. they're pretty... Supposedly. It was actually a they leaked Reno. Um, I saw it somewhere earlier. I had to go find it. But I saw something where apparently it's going to MSRP at 250 Yeah, uh, that like was reported by a, by a German is... outlet, and it was based on uh, Pounds uh, Exchange. Yes. So, so it could be... It, that could just be for, you know, Europe, basically. It could be different here. But 250 really wouldn't surprise me, though, to be But honest. that seems high. And it would That's, still no, be... It's very high. It'd still be mm-hmm. a great question of what was even the point. If you're already discounting the other Xbox One to 199 like every week anyway, why even release one that's discless? <laughs> what what are we? It, it's the same thing with the idea of the like they're gonna have the two consoles thing in the future, and one of them will be discless and one will be the big boy. And it's just like why? Why are we like if you're only how saving, much are you saving? If you're you only saving twenty dollars, is it really necessary to make it discless? If it's not even going to be the best-selling console that you sell anyway, Martin, you got to sell that Games Pass, brother. <laughs> I, that's I mean, what I, it is. I understand the ultimate Game also, Pass. I mean, it's like one dollar for three months of Game Pass right now. Like, it's insane how much they're discounting that to try to get those numbers up. But I just don't understand the concept of like, yo, we got to sell these consoles. What what could we do to make it cheaper? Oh, let's take the disc drive out. So then you got a whole bludgeon of people who is just like, well, I'm not going to buy it without a disc drive. I like to buy my game physical. And then you got the people who are like, why is this thing only like $10 less than what I'm going to pay anyway? <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. Like the MSRP for the for the Xbox One S is technically $300 still. That thing is never $300. It has it comes with like four games and and like a, a two three months of game pass and xbox live like at a certain point they're just like giving the entire game away or, or giving the well, entire thing away losing money anyway hand over fist regardless of the actual console that's on there well this is where it gets interesting because as we talk about psn well, obviously, we shifted from PSN name changes because we pretty much stretched that out. But it, I like where we're going with this. Uh, it's interesting to think about like where so uh, Microsoft and Sony are positioned for the next generation of consoles, whatever they want to do it, <laughs> whenever they plan on doing it. Because like you look at, they're obviously Microsoft's everything is going games and service as a service. With your Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass being now paired into the o- Xbox Ultimate Game Pass for Gamer Fuel or whatever they're calling it, <laughs> and <laughs> Xbox Mountain Dew Crush. Well, yeah. Well, don't, don't they have like no. a bundle deal where you? No, get they'll just be probably game. giving away codes on that stuff, won't they? It's like here, buy a bottle of Gamer Fuel and you get two months of Game Pass. <laughs> Well, well, that's don't, don't they have a deal now where you can like get Game Pass and Xbox Live Gold and like in one? They've talked about. Um, there's been news about bundle. It hasn't been official yet, but that okay. that's that's the logical end game. Obviously, I would. But honestly, here's oh, if okay, it was reasonable. If it was reasonable, I would actually consider. 
It but is here's my point. $14.99 a month, and it is supposed to be called Xbox Live Ultimate. How much? Fifteen. Or Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Ultimate. So, so fifteen a month. It's so yeah, probably it's twenty a month Canadian. That's, that's really not bad. Yeah. That's but the, it's the like thing it's is, the exact same price that's not both of them. Right that's now. not bad for the Xbox One. What happens when we get to the next generation of consoles, aka the Xbox One and done, or whatever they call it? <laughs> it's just going to be backwards compatible with everything. Yes, but then what is the hook to get people to buy a new console? You can spend 20 bucks or 15 bucks a month to spend well, on games they, from they your set, old Microsoft with all these new acquisitions they have though they've set right. themselves up pretty nicely it's just a matter of having to manage well, all also they're I mean it doesn't seem like their end goal is necessarily like they'll put out a new box but that's just an option as opposed to their main goal right but do you think that they're going to have the Xbox game pass and one P or Xbox, whatever Xbox next gen, XNG games are coming out. <laughs> they are just going to have a bunch of Xbox Game Passes, and then they're just going to keep adding to the allotment. No, they're going to start phasing out the Xbox One games. I don't but think they're going to. At do that, that point, no, no. Yes, they absolutely will. What you think they're going to phase out the Xbox? They phase One out games, games and... on the Xbox Game Pass all the time. Well, they phase their out their games? games all the time. Not their, not necessarily their own games, but oh, the okay. al- oh. but still Xbox One games. Well, yeah, those are yeah, like third uh, parties. I mean, that's it's a Netflix like service. They yeah, that's gonna yeah, but how? Own... But like, how many Xbox One games will there or Xbox NG games will there be at launch for whatever's next? Like. They, they, there's you're not don't, gonna don't, have don't buy the system at launch. Nobody yeah. should ever well, do that really. <laughs> oh just uh, you're talking about a games as a service platform and you're telling them not to support the platform. You're that's not a realistic <laughs> ask because you can't make the money if there aren't people investing in these if it's the platform, people are already paying into it though. So I guess the the idea here for me is that already when you're buying Xbox Game Pass on PC, it is just Xbox exclusive games only. Like it's not, they don't ha- have the cachet to put all of that stuff on PC and they're not really paying to do so. They're it's, still positioning that the best addition of Xbox Game Pass exists when you buy an Xbox console. So there's and there there will likely never be parity there because the the other games that they want to sell are already on other services. So similar to EA Access being on Xbox and it's a much more limited version of Origin Access Premier, um it'll be the, kind of the same thing where Game Pass is best on an actual Xbox but it will have a a version of it that you can play on PC and everywhere else that has Xbox games and and but, others included in it. Yeah, play do you know how many Xbox uh, Game Pass games are on PC though? I I don't I like I said I think not, it's just not a whole, exclusive. Not a whole, yeah, not a whole lot. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not played. saying it's a good deal <laughs> for if you have a PC to pay them for it. I'm saying that that's kind of what they're that's where, how they're going to position that the software. And the hardware as a, the software as a service element of their of their offering is best on their hardware, and you can get it elsewhere. And they would love for you to get it elsewhere because it's giving them money, and you're paying the same amount regardless. 
Um, but if you have an Xbox, you have the best of both worlds um, with their other things on there. I personally don't think that it's that that they're going to take that many of those games off um, because they've transitioned from trying to get the huge games um, to getting more of the indie games or the games that um, were trying to be big but just didn't sell very well, like Prey and stuff like that. And and Sony's kind of done the same thing too. Like I think this month and Dark they Siders put three. <laughs> I think this month they put um uh, I think they put uh, what did they put on there? They put the Golf Club two on Xbox Game Pass and and uh, and Prey and a few other ones um, that were good. But it's like those were good games that just didn't sell well. Um, all things relative, at least. So I, I don't I don't imagine that they're ever going to position the Xbox uh, platform as anything more than we have this subscription pass that allows you to get access to all of our games plus a few others but the emphasis will be all of their games similar to a way, or, or at least that's the reason why they bought like seven studios is to be able to do that. Uh, will they have the seven studios up and running with active games for them by 2020? I don't know. I mean, uh, they'll have stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they'll probably just be showing. This is stuff you can look forward to. Cause I mean, no, almost no platform launches with a bunch of incredible games. There's usually, if you're lucky, there's one really good game that comes out at launch and then what other ones follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if, if new halo or whatever it's going to be, is going to be next gen, that's your killer app. I, not if it's just more uh, Halo. like that has, that has lost so much cachet. It, it's I mean, been so long since a halo game came out though. Yes, not, but the thing well, is, it's I'm, like it's been so long since a. But I, but I but I agree that you need more than that. Infamous I, I game that. has been out <laughs> at this I, point. I, I I understand and I get the point that you need more, but that's going to be like your killer thing. Like holy shit, everybody fucking loves Halo. Granted, everybody's going to be playing the old ones on PC by that point. <laughs> yeah, they'll be playing MCC forever. God, I can't yeah. believe they just went and spent all the years and made finally released Halo Master Chief on Xbox One. (laughs) (laughs) It's finally good now. So let's look at these studios that are the Xbox game studios. Like uh, obviously Obsidian's gonna come out with some bangers. They're gonna they're gonna come out with some games. I want them to do new fable, but that's probably not gonna happen. But whatever game that they're making is not going to be 2020 ready. They're still working on the not Fallout in space. Our Don't worlds. stop saying that. Stop saying yeah. it. <laughs> uh, you have three, four, three. I they're working it was on the Firefly game. We've all been waiting for. <laughs> they're working on Halo. Uh, but then they have the Coalition. They're working on a uh, Funko uh, Gears of War. And then you. So, <laughs> I so forgot I, I all forgot, about that. That's amazing. I forgot, Gear, I forgot Gears Five was like a thing. Yeah, that yeah. Comes out this year. Uh, that's going to be oh, that's going to be wow. at Xbox Play or whatever they're calling their show. Um, well, then you have some interesting ones. Oh, then Turn Ten. You got your whatever for is the game is coming out that year. Uh, Playground. But, you mean? but then no, you look turn at 10 like for the. Most oh, okay, 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 okay. Like pretty much Obsidian is their crown jewel of acquisitions. Yeah, it's a big compulsion one. games. Like, it seems like Xbox. They didn't so much want to go out and like pay. They they wanted to pay money instead of 
developing more studios from in-house. They're just like, oh, you're making games. We can give you a bunch of money. Okay, whatever. <laughs> We're Microsoft. About, we have billions about, of dollars. We're not going to talk about Ninja Theory? I was going to say, like, then we have, like, Ninja Theory... Well, I think what you can look at is they essentially bought people who were all in the same space, right? Which is Obsidian, um, if you read Jason Schreier's book, was pretty much in the same space where Ninja Theory was, which is Ninja Theory. You can look through their documentaries and what they talked about when they said they got bought, which was it's hard to try to survive as an independent studio trying to make AAA games because you, you have to do so many other projects just to be able to get the money to be able to do the AAA game. And they came out even, you know, much faster than they expected to. They expected to be in the red for like a year. And they just happened to sell better than expected with with Hellblade. Um, but to even get the money for that, they were doing all kinds of stuff, um, helping out with like different um, other games in terms of providing like combat or something like that, like just um, contracting themselves out to do work. And Obsidian been, had been doing the same thing where like their Pillars of Eternity, right, is, is their game that they they published themselves. Um, but then they also have like this game they did, The Outer Worlds, that's done with 2K or not 2K, but Take Two um, in their private division publishing group. And then they did like uh, they had canceled projects that got canceled by publishers as well. So they were just like feeding all of the people that work with us and the people that we love is taking us a lot. And when somebody comes in, swoops in and says, hey, I can try to take that away from you. I'll just give you the money to make the projects you want to make and we'll sell them on our platform. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a good sell. You know, they they spotted the right people to go and get. Uh, I don't know about compulsion games. I think they're just a small studio that was like, hey, Xbox is buying us. <laughs> it's more. Well, it's not so much that, like, obviously I can like. I'm not bemoaning Microsoft too much for just money heading their way to having a a 12 studio folder portfolio, but like uh, outside of like Obsidian and obviously they money money their way into Minecraft. I'm not that's like its own corporation underneath Microsoft, let alone whatever everyone else has got. But like like Hellblade is like. Uh, that made a million after like a year across multiple consoles. Right. That's yeah. not under Xbox. I'm not sure if it's going to do the same thing. Same as like, same as Ninja, uh, sorry, Compulsion. Obsidian is kind of like their only real standup. Maybe the initiative depends on if they really tap into like a niche that does very well for itself and explodes under Microsoft, which I think they can do. But again, they're untested, so we'll have to wait and see. But, like, uh, it just seems like they're coming out with a lot of companies that will have a lot of games that are just, for when it comes to sales numbers, that would just be made up for their Xbox Game Pass. But... You really need to have strong games for to sell the kind of service that the Xbox Game Pass will have for whenever their next generation is out. Like I'm like Halo Infinite is their Bloodborne, pretty much. But what if it's Halo Five Two? 
<laughs> like, I don't know if they're gonna make that mistake again. But yeah, like, like, like Final what, Fantasy. What do you mean, like Halo Four? <laughs> okay, Halo four and five. So I, yeah, exactly. They made the mistake again. <laughs> I think it's. I think you'll get most of your answers in terms of what those people are working on at their at their E three showcase. Um, for for a lot of them, I mean, Rare is going to be on Sea of Thieves seemingly for the next however long. Um, so yeah, see, this is when they unveil Battletoads three, and no one cares. <laughs> or, yeah. or you have Playground Games that's going to have the next Forza Horizon, but is also rumored to be working on like an, a, another AAA game outside of that. Um, and then Undead Labs and Compulsion are just going to do like smaller fare. It seems I I don't know. I feel like it's very hard to dis- dissect what it is those those studios are going to do, just because by nature of them being bought they're going to change paths a bit um, from what we may have thought they may have been doing before to what's going to be happening in the future. Like, I'm pretty sure Obsidian is about to rework Pillars of Eternity to work on an Xbox at some point. Why? Because now they're an Xbox studio, right? I Um, mean, I think Pillars of Eternity 2 is coming to Switch, so why wouldn't they rework it to work on an Xbox? uh, I didn't know it was coming to Switch. I didn't think it was coming on any platform. (laughs) I swear um, it was announced. Uh, I mean, it may have been. I don't know. Um, oh, Pillars of Eternity Two Switch. Yeah, it looks like it's in. Yep. It says yeah. it's oh, on yeah. all those. Yeah, it's been announced. There's no. Yeah, there's no actual date aside for 2019, but it's been announced. I was about wow. to say, like, I'm literally looking at this, and I'm like, I, it says it's on PlayStation Four, but I don't remember that game being on PlayStation. It did. Oh, it's yeah, no, because I've considered getting it a few times. Really, uh, maybe I should wait for Switch. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, but, it's Switch, PS4, Xbox One, 2019. Yeah, yeah. Either way, and Windows, Linux, and Mac OS, May 8. For all those penguin heads out there. Penguin heads. Uh, so yeah, like I just think that there's a there is a way wherein that they can make all of these games and their studios and all that stuff like be successful on there. Um and it's it, I don't know. I I don't have very much like future prognostication for Xbox that I really think about just cuz to me like the path that they're on is perfectly fine, but I'm mostly just interested to see if they'll actually have enough bandwidth to make it worked like they said something in their quarterly financials um, once that was like, yeah, we're expecting we're going to be able to put out like a, a a high level game every quarter. I think that's aggressive. And I think that's going to burn all those studios into the ground. Yeah. But <laughs> but that's why I said, like, I'm mostly just going to sit back and see because if that's what they're planning. Yeah, that's a lot. I, I don't I don't know anyone that that has that kind of rate of getting games out. Even, unless they're going to go ahead. Unless they're going to be in like the epic business of like scooping up third party exclusives, which right. sure worked real well for them last time. <laughs> right. It did. Um, I don't know how many times it backfired on them. <laughs> uh, I'm sure down. everyone loved uh, the second Tomb Raider game. <laughs> second the one. Sc- the second one was good. The, it, the yeah. Game? Yeah. No, that's yeah, very good. It, it's the third. It's the last one. Nobody cares about. It, it's it's because cared. they weren't money hatted, <laughs> or uh, you know, scale bound. That was more of my example. Was uh, yeah. Oh, odds, hey, odds of scale bound because this has been a theory. Odds of scale bound showing up as a Switch exclusive. No, platinum games will <laughs> never, <laughs> ever, 
ever trust Xbox ever, ever again. Ever. I mean, Nintendo I'm mostly just of the opinion one. that if Wonderful One on One isn't on the Switch yet, I mean, how can we really expect that they're gonna finish I, another? I mean, I want Wonderful One on One on their first. But as as a Wonderful One on One fan, believe me. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you you took us down an interesting path, Daniel. I'm just I'm just not sure that there's much to prognosticate there until they actually show what those studios are working on. Because um, to me, I, I agree with you. Like they bought thirteen studios, they're probably gonna need like seven more to try to keep up with the plan that they have of trying to release something like every quarter. Um, and they do need something that's huge. I don't. I'm not as pessimistic about Halo's future, just because we've seen other series kind of hit a dull spot and then resurrect themselves with like a brand new plan. Um, and it looks like they're doing something something completely different, but the same thing with Halo now with Infinite. Uh, I've never been a Halo person, so I can't really prognosticate Halo Fall. if it's if it's gonna do anything. But um, maybe it's Halo Fallen Order. Maybe that's <laughs> what just... oh, oh. Titan Titan Fall Halo. <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyway. Daniel George, why don't you tell us more about why Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney is a game that we all should be paying attention to. So Ace Attorney, the, the as a character, is yeah, he's an okay sp- uh, spunky lawyer with spiked hair and a penchant for wanting to do good and justice for all, which is one of the titles, I think, and not just a Metallica song. Megadeth, I forget which one. Whatever. Fuck you. I'm tired. It's Sunday. Um, but uh, the Phoenix Wright series is dating back to 2001 on the Game Boy Advance in uh, Japan. It came only as uh, North uh, in North America as a Nintendo DS port. Is a series of video games where you are both an investigator of a crime scene and the the lawyer for a defendant, which is I believe 99%, I'm not sure, don't want to get into spoilers, innocent. So you have to pretty much come from the idea that you are trying to do, to right a wrong, to bring justice to those who've been maligned. And usually there's some sort of grisly murder, and but the way that the murder comes out is kind of vaudevillian-like, kind of noir radio play but uh, it's a little bit lighthearted than it seems because you have all these enigmatic characters. It's it's an anime. Let's not uh, mince two words about it. This is an anime. <laughs> anime, uh, anime. But the thing is, this is the kind of visual novel adventure game that paved the way for your Danganronpas and your other games that are like Danganronpa. Yes, but it is in the way that you can have a serious court case. You can have someone where they're investigating crime scenes, you're gathering evidence, but you're still involved with wacky characters who are pretty much as one-dimensional as their names. Like, we're talking about Phoenix Wright, obviously. You know, Phoenix rises from the ashes and he's always right. But you also have characters who are like, oh, you have a bubbly, pink-laden witness called april may or you might have um a prosecuting attorney called miles edgeworth who always gets the edge on phoenix Wright, and you also have you know uh witnesses that are actually secretly the murderers like a uh, red white of blue corp 
who talks with the American machismo of someone who is Japanese and thinks all Americans eat burgers and swear a lot. I mean, no. Well. But uh, um. not only, but <laughs> um. Phoenix Ray is split into two different things. You have your investigations where you pretty much pixel hunt through a bunch of scenarios and scenes. And then you also have a trial scene. And the trial scene is really where the game pops off because once you've gathered all your clues, your all your evidence, and you start talking to your uh your, start talking to witnesses, you build up a case and you start hearing from the prosecuting witnesses who are often either third parties or members who actually committed the crime, much to everyone's chagrin. Uh, they provide witness statements, and it's your job to provide evidence that contradicts their statements. So that means you have to press them for further details, or if they're not, if they're vague about a statement, you press, and then if they revise their testimony, they might say, "Oh, you know, I was, uh, you know, I didn't take a picture." Okay, well, I took a picture, but I was still paying attention, and then you have to present a piece of evidence that says why they weren't paying attention. And so a lot of pretty much trying to figure out how to get past a certain scenario by providing the right evidence and listening to the characters at hand. While it may would, seem cut and dry... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, would you describe it as a puzzle game, in a way? It's an adventure puzzle game with... Characters Can I yell objection are... into my connect? <laughs> uh, no, you cannot <laughs> yell objection in the PS4, Xbox One, PC, or Switch versions of the game. Which was something that you could do into the DS, Mike, because Nintendo is an innovator. What if I just want to yell it anyway? <laughs> oh, you can you could do that. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but uh, what you can do is enjoy... What every visual novel relies on great story and great characters, and the Phoenix Wright series is filled with some of the most entertaining, funny, comedic, sarcastic, slapstick characters that I've seen in any story game. Like it's a it's a comedy masquerading as a courtroom drama. And the while the, the, the early cases they have so you know, they have <laughs> not only the early cases they're like fairly easy, but they start to ramp up in difficulty and how you have to think about what the people are saying to provide the right clues. So you have a court record which ha- compiles all your evidence. It might say, you know, like a character might say that they saw it, it was almost Christmas when the, this event happened. And then Phoenix Wright will say, you can present evidence that says, well, what you said contradicts the truth because almost Christmas isn't Christmas. And then he goes on a big spiel about whatever. I don't want to get into spoilers because, again, it's a very story-heavy game. But it's all about coming up with the right clues, finding out what people are saying and why they might be lying and it's a very charming, very kind of like it, it's it's it was I think it was based in the future at the time. It's also 
clearly a Japanese oriented game localized to Los Angeles. And there are very many holdouts from its Japanese origin that does not kind of translate well. Like there's a whole meme about uh, eat your burgers, Apollo, when uh, Phoenix Wright and Apollo are eating sushi. So there's a lot of Japanese uh, West Coast kind of crossovers in its appeal. And it kind of finds a perfect balance that strikes a comedic line between cheesy and endearing. <laughs> Somebody's popping the cap over there. Just just pulling one out for us, man. One of our official sponsors, V8 Energy. <laughs> <laughs> And a cold one with the boys, I see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, Daniel, one day maybe I'll play Ace Attorney now that it is on every platform. Um, I almost played yeah. it back in the day. Almost. Almost. Has anyone um, played any of them? I played no. it. Uh, they really stood on Wii, right? Because I remember downloading it and uh, playing, like, the first case and then kind of bouncing off it and thinking I'll get back to you later and I never did. The first case is just in the trial and you're defending uh, Larry Butts your childhood friend cause whenever it smells it's always the Butts uh, yeah it was on the Wii it was on the Wii yeah, yeah they released them on the Wii yeah. they really pick up after that and the, mm-hmm. w- with this being the Phoenix Ray Ace Attorney Trilogy there's a bunch there's like four three or four cases per game and they really start to step it up in the second and third games there's uh they uh most of the game is really in the court heavy in the first game but they add this uh there's a psychological kind of spiritual bent to all of these games because one of your companions is a spirit medium and uh Using a Nagatama, I think that's the name of that kind of spiritual nine figure that kind of wards or communicates with spirits. You can go into the minds of uh, people who are trying to keep a secret, and if you present evidence to them in the investigation series, you can kind of unlock truths, which help uh, make your case. So in the later games, there's more gameplay on both aspects. So it does really find a great balance between the two as you go along in the series. Most importantly, most importantly, even though they are based on the DS tracks, the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney soundtrack slaps. Slaps. Absolute bangers in the Phoenix Wright games. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I, I can imagine. I've, I mean, I've heard. I've heard before. Um, Thought emoji. <laughs> T-H-O-T. Um, Michael Owens, you have been playing Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Yeah. Uh, well, aside from like reviewing MLB The Show and all that, I won't talk about that because uh, more recently I've been playing Battle for the Grid. And it is definitely an interesting topic of conversation that not a lot of people are having. And I think it's kind of a shame because the game itself is actually pretty good. So background on this, it's basically 
being made by the people who make the Legacy Wars mobile game, mm-hmm. which is why it looks the way it does. It is also <laughs> it is also a twenty dollar fighting game, so you kind of have to take that into account when you look at it, and when you also like dive a bit deeper into it. No, I don't end up being at least sixty dollars worth of content. That's the only way it works. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> that's clearly the expectation for everybody <laughs> right now. Um. But no, I was like kind of intrigued by it. when I first saw the trailer, I was like, oh man, this looks like butt. Like, I don't think this is going to be good. And then when I saw like actual live gameplay and I found out that people like Clockwork and, and Justin Wong and a lot of people from like the old Marvel scene mm-hmm. were, were like kind of working on slash consulting with the game, I was like, huh, okay, I, I might actually give this a go. And I saw a lot more people talking about it. And there was a little bit of a groundswell. And I finally just decided to check it out, and I like it a lot. Um, it's got some interesting mechanics. So it, it's not really so much... First of all, it is a 3v3 fire. Okay. Uh, that may turn people off, that may you know attract them more to it. But oh is, my god, you know what that means. It's, you can it's not, be all versions of the Green Ranger at once. <laughs> yes, there are like it, so the Green Ranger is Goku in this game. <laughs> so if we're going to make a comparison to something like Dragon Ball, he's Goku. There's gonna be like a million of them. <laughs> um No, but it's a 3v3 fighting game and it's a bit more grounded. So it I would compare it way more so to something like Skullgirls as opposed to Marvel vs. Capcom, where it's like all about flashy air combos and all this sort of stuff. This is, again, way more grounded. It's a bit, I'd argue it's a bit easier to get into, just because the inputs are a lot more. And I've generally had a ton of fun playing it. Like, it's it's weird, because this is the kind of game where you you probably wouldn't have a whole lot of fun. You'd probably get sick of looking at it after a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the gameplay has like made up for it in spades, and, and there's all sorts of like there's like EX moves you can do. There's a there's a mechanic where if one of your teammates dies, you can summon a Megazord or like a giant Goldar, and it's just the cheapest thing ever. <laughs> you can you can. I actually won a match online the other day, where I was down to like my last fighter, and. My opponent still had all three others left. I summoned the Megazord, and they, for some reason, put out both of their assists. So all their characters got fucked up. <laughs> and I ended up winning in a ranked match. So they uh, allow you to, to, to call on them. So how does the the Megazord stuff work? Is that like, do you just take it's the three only, and turn into one? Um, no, it's if one of your teammates dies. If one of your teammates dies, you get the Megazord, and it's just one... It's just one shot. Mm. Um, you, you know, if another one dies and you don't use it, you still don't get it. You only get to use it once. So okay. it, it's a very cheap mechanic. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. It is very cheap. And I think it is going to get big nerfed in this uh, update they're supposedly doing this month. And uh, yeah, it's got all your basic basic trimmings. It's got an arcade ladder. It's got a... Um, it's got a training mode. It's got a whole tutorial. Uh, no real extensive move list. I, I was a little disappointed to see that. I was, and maybe that's something they're going to add later. Because I, because I think at the end of the day, this game certainly has flaws, like a plenty. 
but there's room. I think there's room to grow. Mm-hmm. Especially again, if it's only twenty dollars, it's a budget game. You're not really asking a ton, right. and, and it does have a season pass, and that's I think fifteen, if I'm not mistaken, and that's going to come with three more characters. But uh, the game right now has nine, so it has enough for at least uh, like three teams of three, basically. So you have your your Red Ranger. You have your Green Ranger, mm-hmm. uh, you have Goldar, you have uh, the kind of a weird, a different version of the Pink Ranger. Uh, what else is in there? There's Lord Draken, who's like a villain. You have somebody from, I think it's the Cat Ranger from SPD. And uh, who's the last one? Man. Uh, oh, Magna Defender. Yeah. So I, I feel weird knowing all this shit. Um, <laughs> I actually had to like look into it when I saw these characters. Like I, I remember some of them, but I didn't remember all of them. Turns out they took picks for the roster between the Legacy Wars game, which apparently is really popular. I, I haven't really like heard a lot of it, but it's apparently really popular. And they just took a lot of the most popular characters from that and are kind of trying to translate them into this game. Mm-hmm. And then... They also are taking picks from the Boom Comics run from Kyle Higgins, which is actually fantastic. I've actually read a good bit of it. Uh, It's called Shattered Grid. And it basically explains how um, Lord Draken, the White Ranger-looking dude, is a version of Tommy Oliver that was never, like, cured of Reader Repulsive Spell. So basically, he never went good. Mm. And he just ends up taking over the whole world and, like, has, like, like friggin' uh, Ranger sentries. I can't wait for the Power Rangers stuff. into the White Powerverse. Ba- basically, oh, yeah. They basically go around. Maybe and- a different title. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, that's, that's literally what it is. They just hop around to, like different you know timelines on. Yes, but just don't what- call it White Powerverse. That was a bad <laughs> first idea. <laughs> <laughs> but they but they go all around to uh, what they call the grid basically and they just hop around and try and recruit other rangers to come join the like, there's one from like samurai i think uh god there's there's one from in space or something i think but it's it, it was actually a really cool story and it actually wrapped up pretty nicely and they're gonna add three more characters in a free update like i said earlier i think they're gonna add uh Trini, who is in a uh, big um, dragon mech, uh, which is part of the comic, by the way. That's that's not just random bullshit. That's just like that. That was canon in the comic. She was just wearing this black dragon suit and was just kicking everybody's ass. <laughs> uh, they have the movie Blue Ranger, the more recent movie Blue Ranger, and the Mystic Force White Ranger, which I don't really know a whole lot about. I assume that's a Legacy Wars pick. I, I don't really know much. I don't know much about Mystic Force outside. It had a like a it was a medieval magic sort of season that had a like hip hop opening. Like I I am n- I'm not joking. <laughs> I it is the most out of place thing uh, I've ever seen. And this was on the sh- this was on the show. Or sh- the uh, this the- was on the show. This was I think this is back when Disney probably was on the still. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. But um, yeah. I'm more knowledgeable on this than I probably be. <laughs> but the game, but the game itself is is good. I would actually recommend it if you are like 
wanting to scratch that like Marvel versus Capcom ish itch, or you like mm. something like Skullgirls, or I mean, I think for people who like Power Rangers, they'll get what they want out of here, mm-hmm. and hopefully they'll you know obviously stick around and learn and. And uh, I think the game deserves the support. It, they're actually looking to really, really take care of it long term. And I don't know how well sales are doing. I'd imagine it, it came out on friggin' everything except PC. Uh, right. <laughs> because PC, I guess, is getting delayed to the summer. And it, and it was weird. It came out like on Xbox One and Switch first. And then it came out on PS4 in Europe a few days later. And then PS4 in America like a whole week later. So I don't know a, if that. So it's I don't weird, know if, staggering. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that had to do with like crossplay or like what was going on. And plus, plus it was originally going to come out like the same day as Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> that would have been a bad idea. That would have been a death knell. So they decided mm. to just put it out like early, early in April, and just hope people would understand that hey, we just want to get the game out and not mm. put it out during Mortal Kombat. Or you could, they could have just delayed it to May. But yeah. I, I think I think it may have been more of a decision behind uh, the people who are publishing it, which is Lionsgate and Hasbro. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, probably. But, uh, yeah, because Hasbro owns Power Rangers now. Ain't that funny? They own a lot in that yeah. space. Um, oh yeah, like a majority of the games and TV shows on uh, that are from toys are basically Hasbro. Uh, who who's ready for a Power Rangers Transformers crossover? Oh man! Oh, I mean, it can happen now. Why is not directed by Michael Bay? <laughs> if we can get a game like the uh, like the Fall of Cybertron type type style games, or even a uh, even a, even a fighting game <laughs> of Power Rangers versus Transformers, Power I mean, Rangers. let's just go full ridiculous with this. Yeah, you know? special guest character Bumblebee, just embrace right? It. <laughs> Right, like you could actually do like a Mortal Kombat style single player mode where like they all just run into each other, and then the Power Rangers are helping the 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 uh, the Autobots go against the Decepticons. It it could be a whole thing. I I'm getting ideas for this. I'm I'm not saying it's it's a great idea, but it is a ridiculous one, and it could work. <laughs> yeah, all ideas on this podcast are copyright now. <laughs> But uh, I think that I think they are going to add a story mode. Like, I think they have said they're going to add story mode, like later on, and I assume it would like be, it would go more akin to the comics. So like something like Shattered Grid, which still I recommend you read because it's actually really good. It's actually a dark story, especially for Power Rangers. Cause... Well, that's what the comics, based on like kid shows, can do a lot that they don't do in the actual shows. It's yeah. Like, oh yeah, we'll go dark because you know a certain a certain audience reads these. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, people die. Like in the Power Rangers comics, people friggin' are dead. They're dead, dead. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> but uh, but uh, they but <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, game has issues. It. it it, it doesn't really have the best musical selection. I wish they would have just picked stuff from, like, Mighty Morphin and just called it a day. Right. <laughs> uh, all those, like, old cheesy guitar licks. I, I would have been sold on that. And there right. was no voice. There was hardly any voice acting. Uh, but they're adding that later, too, apparently. Because I, I, I saw someone post about a stream that they had. They were playing the game, and there was voice acting. And there, you could hear, like, them do it during super moves. Like, uh, Jason would go, Tyrannosaurus! He do his 
super. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, that's neat. But yeah, absolutely. I would give it a shot, but it's not for everybody. And everybody's going to have different expectations for something like this. It, look, it's been forever since we've had a Power Rangers fighting game. I, I think Power Rangers is ripe for fighting game <laughs> franchise. It's kind of a no-brainer. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I would actually... For $20, I would recommend Battlefield. If it were any higher than that, I probably would have been like, I don't know about that. It's a little steep, but mm-hmm. 20 bucks for entry, not bad. Nice. Nice. All right. Eric Christmas, do you have uh, anything you would like to add to uh, our discussion points on today? Uh, not that we've discussed so far that I haven't already said. <laughs> no, excuse me. Gotcha. Who will take the Iron Throne? Green jacket, Tiger well, Dragons, Woods. Tiger, yeah, Tiger Woods. Woods Tiger baby. Woods is taking Yo. the Iron Throne, and every throne Tiger you can possibly Woods. go in front of him. That's what's gonna happen. Tiger, 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 Woods, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's good for him. That's good for him. It's funny. I logged on to, to Twitter and it was like, Tiger won yesterday. And then, oh, Tiger won today too. It's He's the winner now. He, so, he's yep, the, 15th he's, major. He's the GOAT. And it, I, I don't really think there's a whole lot of argument now. Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas is like the only other argument that you could make. Yes. <laughs> but like, Considering it's been like eleven years and like everything Tiger went through, and granted most of it was self-inflicted, but everything that he went through is crazy. Yeah, I the would say the one, initial stuff was self-inflicted, but like the no, back, the some, back surgery I, stuff, though. Oh yeah, I said I said some, yeah, some of it was self-inflicted. Yeah, some of it was. But but who's the, the best Fijian golfer? Huh. <laughs> It's easily VJ Singh. <laughs> I was literally thinking about that, actually. I was like, I remember when it was like Tiger Woods, Phil, uh, was it Nicholson? That was his name? Was that his name? I don't remember if that was his name. Uh, and wait, wait. DJ, Phil Nicholson, yeah. With an M. Yeah. But may, but that that may have been like the greatest sports comeback I've ever seen. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been, what, 10, 15 it, years? It's the year. Of, it's the eleven. Year of, it's the year of redemption. Like Virginia wins the NCAA tournament, and like <laughs> the Patriots win the Super Bowl. Oh, don't get. Don't you ever put the words redemption and Patriots in the same sentence. <laughs> no, no, Dan, Dan. In the context of the calendar year, by definition, the Patriots redeem themselves. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now it's Mike Weir's turn to return to the spotlight <laughs> and win another Masters tournament. I just can't wait for twenty to make Sarnia Ontario proud. You all are going to be watching LeBron James win a championship again in twenty twenty, and we're going to be like the comeback. Uh, <laughs> the feet. Molly's pimping Space Jam Four. It, no, it's twenty nineteen only. Twenty twenty is not allowed. Twenty twenty not allowed. 
All right. Well, you'll see the first Canadian team as NBA champions. Oh, God. They lost to the Magic. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. This is like the year that it need they needed to win, too, Daniel. What the heck's going on over there, man? Lowry Why? scored how many? Why can't they zero? Ever, why can't they ever win a game one? That's Dan, like got, <laughs> it makes no sense because they're the real underdogs. Dan, I've got two words for you. DJ Augustine. No, shut up. DJ Augustine killed y'all. <laughs> I never thought no, I'd see Marcus a day in my Saul life. Killed us. I think yeah, Kyle DJ Augustine hit the dagger. I think Kyle. Yeah, they let a guy with forty-two percent from three from three range. Get open. Open. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So open. Mm -hmm. Painfully open. At least it's not the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> At oh, least wait, it's not the Boston two. Bruins. Oh, wait. The Nets. Oh, won. no. The Nets did win, too. Nets did win, too. Oh, look. Bruins did win game two. Oh. Oh. We oh actually God. got an NBA game starting up again here soon, aren't, don't we? Who, when did the game start today? Uh, oh, like it's earlier. now, I think, right? Yeah. Let's see. Oh, man, our uh, NBA simulation, I just looked at who finals. Yeah. Oh, boy. That is a hot take. I don't know if there's a hot take to be had with our NBA sim winners. <laughs> I No, that, that's a hot take. The, just who's the, in the finals is a hot the take. The bog standard. Oh, oh. Just who, uh, yeah, who made it to the, the finals, finals? No. Who do they beat to get to the finals, too? <laughs> I'm not looking at this. Oh, man. We're teasing. Well, also, we're very well establishing this is a Sunday podcast to our listeners who <laughs> are asking what the fuck is going on. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> hey, man, we're, oh, we're currently okay. just uh, we're currently just trying to let you all know who's we're, going to win the playoffs. And we're, we're not trying to be that vague about what when we're recording. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. thought for a moment you were going to have a Western Conference surprise in there. Because uh, <laughs> I no, saw who, who on the, the East, especially in the context of like today, as right. we record this on April 14th, is right. really weird. Right. Like, it's like, it's oh, so those two teams made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, and not I I would be supremely surprised if the Bucks don't make it, to be completely honest. But um, but yeah, either way. All right, guys, let's get on out of here so we can all go back to the rest of our days. Daniel George, where can the people find you, sir? Just like uh, Microsoft trying to find their first real win in eleven years, just in route with uh, Tiger Woods's. 15th major victory uh you can find me on twitter at it's daniel george try and find a good tweet for the first time in 11 years <laughs> um you can find my writing at apptrigger.com uh you can find me writing about survivor and the amazing race on survivingtribal.com because the 31st season of the amazing race will have teams from three reality shows the amazing race Big Brother and Survivor. Rupert is back on your television screens, everyone. It's 2003 all over again. Oh, boy. Are they going to give him a million dollars via vote? Just like they did back in 2004? 
Will the oafish I'm man who once that stuff by now? I mean, I <laughs> will the man who once faced off against Mike Pence in an Indiana gubernatorial primary win the Amazing Race? <laughs> that happened. Uh, yeah, I think we were rather at the Rupert Pence. and Mike Pence had a debate on that is recorded and on YouTube. Oh lord! Ew, this is the world we live in. Tiger Woods, major champion. Rupert from Survivor back on television again. Me trying to make sense of this wacky, wacky world we live in. And just wait until you see the Xbox comeback at E3 2019. You're not going to know what to think of yourself. Oh, I mean, they had the oh. best show of last year. <laughs> I were the only show that had third-party games in it. <laughs> um, and Eric Chrisman, let us uh, let us know where to find you, sir. Okay. Uh, Twitter, RealEDC30. You can find my ratings at apptrigger.com and fansided.com. And I have started somewhat regularly streaming on Twitch again. So twitch.tv slash erad30, mostly retro stuff, but I will do some modern stuff from time to time. But like I streamed Secret of Mana for a couple hours this morning, like the original Super NES version. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, I've got some more uh, stuff I'm planning to do soon, although a certain review will prioritize my time for the next week or so. <laughs> All righty. And uh, Michael Owens, how can the people find you, sir? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Real Mike Owens. You can find my stuff on at trigger.com. Uh, currently up there is the MLB The Show 19 review. I uh, didn't really talk about a ton of it today just because it didn't really come to mind. But uh, my review's there. You can check it out. Uh, I think it's a really good entry in the series. And our MLB 19 season simulation is up and running. It is there. It has some hot takes. <laughs> so uh oh the takes are so hot our simulations always have the hottest of takes let me tell you i did they do they only the hot only the hottest takes are alive i mean they didn't take golden knights in the stanley cup finals but who did <laughs> who didn't at the time me on week one placing a ten dollar bet that never came to fruition Oh, wait, are we talking about last year's or this year's? Oh, I'm saying last year's, but the, obviously you can't, I wouldn't have the Gold Knights this year. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not this year. No, I, I'm trying to remember who, who I paid. I think I paid I'm Tampa. surprised they even made it. Actually, I think I had like a Tampa or a Boston-Calgary final. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be in a world where the Flames are good. Or better than the Leafs, at least. Would you rather do that or be in a world where the Islanders are good? I would love no better than the Islanders to beat the Leafs to knock them out. (laughs) I live for the chaos of bad Toronto sports takes. You don't know what it's like to have only bad sports media in your city. (laughs) Okay, Martin. (laughs) i was just letting you guys go i was like all right i don't know what's happening right now Uh, fix it in post you you can find me at gotmab21 you can find the show screen liquor podcast across all your favorite podcast stations um you can also find the show on twitter at screen liquor pod um 
in case you want to guys you guys want to hear a hot take outside of what's going on on app trigger apparently people predict that 29 million people will be paying apple 12.99 per month by 2024 because that's how game subscription services are growing anyway that is all those games <laughs> that is all that i have for you all today and with that i leave you all with a great little quote by tiger tiger woods y'all just do it <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.